Manimal here. It's Monday, February 19th, and today on a brand new episode of Texas Rangers with the Boys, Kevin and I, we're going to take a trip around the league. We're going to talk about all the Rangers news and notes from spring training, and we're going to give out our predictions for the American League and National League Cy Young, Most Valuable Player, Manager of the Year, and Rookie of the Year. So join us today on a brand new episode of Texas Rangers with the Boys. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. And hey, we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. And we have officially, officially started spring training. It's going down and your Texas Rangers are the defending World Series champions the, everybody's so excited about it. There's going to be a, a movie get made about that, but we're not going to talk about that. Let me tell you about where you can find me on social media. My name is Kev <laughs> Frazier, your boy Kev, a.k.a. YBK. You can catch me on social media at Kevin Lee Frazier. That's F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. You can also catch Texas Rangers with the boys on social media at TX Rangers WTB. And don't forget to check us out on the World Wide Web at Texas Rangers with the boys.com. All one word. Yes, sir. And joining me, my co-hosts, plural, the little manimal, aka Baron, and the 300 pound manimal, aka Bull. How you doing, buddy? And where can they find you on socials? Well, I'm doing good. We got lots of baseball to talk about. It's mm-hmm. baseball season. I don't have to kill all this time with our social media talk. So find me on Twitter at Manimal Bull, Instagram Manimal 300, and both Facebook and TikTok at Bull Pro. So whatever your favorite platform of the social medias are, get on there. Get it, send me some some Ranger talk. I love I love talking back and forth with uh, great Ranger fans. And uh, also, don't forget that uh, a couple of weeks ago we had a little bit of a problem with Apple. Um, if you want a link to the um, the show that you missed, if you're an Apple subscriber, I will send you a direct link to our Anchor page where you can get a commercial-free episode from uh, me and Kev. Also, I have to let everybody know that today's show is brought to you by Matt War Pro Wrestling. Matt War Pro Wrestling is going to be back at Martin House Brewing on Saturday, March 24th. It's going to be a big-time show. Looking forward to uh, to being a big part of the Hell's Half Acre Tournament. It is official. The Manimal will be in the Hell's Half Acres Tournament, um, barring something catastrophic happening. But with my life being the way it is right now, that could happen anytime. So I do want to be excited about this, but I do know the real possibility of where my life could lead in the next couple of months. But... Back to Matt War Pro Wrestling because that is what we're talking about right now. The Hell's Half Acre Tournament, huge, fun tournament. We've got a battle royal. We've got two four-way matches. We've got a tape fist match, and we've got a winner-take-all match. And the the take-all this year is a chance at the Tex- Trinity River Heritage Championship at the, a future show. Um, and Matt with Matt Ward Pro. So come on out. Uh, Martin House Brewing, a big sponsor. They're going to be out there 
Um, hopefully, they'll have some more of those uh, THC seltzers that they sold out of before the Manimal could, you know, get one to try. But anyways, that's a different story for a different day. They're a big sponsor. Come on out, have some beers. Starry's Ice Cream will be there. We'll have food trucks on site. It's going to be a big night of wrestling with Matt Warpro. Going to be a big night. Going to be exciting. And I know we're supposed to talk around the league, um, but I can't help but just just a little bit of, a, of some spring training talk. Brother, did you see the photos and the videos of Wyatt freaking Lankford? Is that going to be his name now? Because this dude looked like a freaking house. <laughs> it was massive. Like his freaking legs. And again, we, we're pro wrestlers. Like we know what big, we've been around. You're a big dude. I was, I was built pretty freaking good for my, for my, for my, in my day. But man, we've seen big muscled up bodybuilder, you know, weightlifters, athletic guys, man, Wyatt Langford, like, man, this dude is a, a specimen and he's smooth. He's smooth with the bat. Looks like an athlete. Like, man, I think that's probably the talk of spring training right now. Yeah. Plus speed, plus arm, plus uh glove. Um, Plus that uh, plus 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 <laughs> bat. Um, what what can you say? I mean, there's nothing more exciting. I hope he's in the lineup on Friday afternoon whenever the Rangers start this whole thing out, and we get to start seeing the the climb of Wyatt Langford and him uh, start um, ascending to big league baseball because you know, there's a ton of excitement about him this year. There's certain places that have him as their number one prospect in all of baseball. There's uh, other places that have him anywhere between two and six. And, you know, there's a lot to be excited about with the kid. I mean, what he did coming out of the draft last year and just moving at ease through the levels of, of pro ball and not having a down tick at all. And, you know, I mean, that's insane. I mean, how much fun was it last uh, summer whenever you had Walcott and um, Langford hitting in the same lineup in Arizona? And I mean, so, it, you know, we're we're getting to that point of the time of, of where with him, I mean, I know he's only been with the club for six months, but we're ready to crown him and I, I ain't too far behind. Yeah, and I've been scouring baseball reference, trying to find a comparable person that, you know, at least has just done what he's done thus far. And honestly, I found, I've, I've actually finally found one, one. Now it didn't turn out, um, you know, Barry Bonds is another one that was kind of close. Will Clark was kind of close. Those guys also came from college. They didn't play very much minor league ball, but the one guy that, that I saw was the 18 year old sensation, Alex Rodriguez, went all the way to triple a in 18 years old in his first year. That's the only player I've seen that had anything comparable to what Wyatt Langford did in his first taste of minor league pro ball. Uh, again, unless you got to go back to like Barry Bonds, Will Clark, it's just not normal and it's really exciting. And again, we can, you know, we, it, there's nothing wrong with getting excited about it. Doesn't mean that. Well, and, and remember last, last year, we, we, we tried to not, get overly excited with him and we talked about well the sec isn't double a and you know i mean of course <clears throat> excuse me we saw a period of time where wyatt langford was in a groove um but if you look at last year and you look at him 
from basically the the third week of February mm-hmm. through the College World Series, it was just nothing but a a a monster playing against you know guys that weren't in his on his caliber. It was almost unfair that he was using a wood bat or a a, a aluminum bat with the other guys. Yeah, and then he just like that's almost like how the the you know like give that man a 1999 Eastern reflex, right? Oh Jesus, don't do that. That's like that's like a lethal weapon. And he just cut through the minor leagues like a hot knife through butter. So had to talk a little bit of Rangers uh, spring training. Obviously, there's a lot more going on than Wyatt Langford, but we'll get to that, right? We'll get. Oh to yeah. That. Well, but to me, that was kind of like it just jumped right off the page at me, and it grabbed me, and I couldn't be anything but excited about it so let's let's jump into our around the league um we do have some some news i know there's a a san francisco who was well and uh, and as is tradition the moment that we went off the air the other night the (laughs) uh the Giants signed jorge solar um uh solar i mean he was probably one of the top five best uh remaining free agents so not shocking at all that um you know he had a suitor i think uh you know, he might have come down on the years that he was looking for or or really told people out what he was looking for. And somebody, you know, came to to him and said, hey, let, we can do that. And it was the Giants. And, um, you know, looking forward to Solaire being, you know, he only makes that Giants team that you predicted to make a wild card before he before he signed there a little bit more dangerous in the middle of that lineup. Yeah, I really think the Giants really want to compete like they desire it. And so I think they're. They're uh, they're a team that's trying to put together put something together uh, out there in San well, Francisco. And, you know, you know the Giants. I mean, that's a team that they've won championships recently, and then, you know, I mean, they want to continue winning those, and they know how. You know, just ten years ago, the the Royals did win the World. I mean, I'm sorry, the the Giants won the World Series in what was that 2013, so or 14. So they want to, you know, they want to know what that's uh. They want to get back to that winning way. And, and, you know, as much as we talk about how much fun it's going to be to repeat this year, you know, teams like the Giants, their their fan base is just as hungry to have another championship as as, as we are here as Ranger fans. Yeah, if you hear some snoring in the background, it's just my kid passed completely out. Um, I don't hear him in the background on my end, but, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm always thinking about, you know, swimming pools and <laughs> – Well uh, – um... So there we have that now. Um, no, Whit Merrifield. Did Whit we Merrifield. talk about him yet? Yeah, we hadn't talked about him yet. I don't think so either. Not a bad yeah, player, you know. Whit Merrifield's the type of guy that he plays good baseball. He hits and he'll work his way into that Phillies lineup and he'll play. I bet over a hundred games in that in that lineup at some point this season and uh, um, probably do what he does: hit about two seventy, two seventy five, and get on base and and, and score runs. Well, and, and another team that's committed that you got to admire as much as I can't stand the city of Philadelphia, uh, you got to admire the Phillies uh, for their commitment um, to try to put together and get back, put together a winning team, compete in that extremely difficult NL East, and get back to the World Series and, and get uh, get Bryce Harper, uh, get him that ring. So, uh, yeah, just a couple years removed from being right there in the thick of it and being on the uh, you know, the cusp of a world championship. So, you know, just like the Giants, they're hungry to get back there too. Yeah. Um, one more thing you had mentioned 
um, about some, uh, what I guess you could call it controversy. Uh, it's, it's just weird. Yeah, it's a little weird controversy going on in San Diego. It's just weird. I don't even know if it's controversial or anything. It's just weird. It's like, this is a team that they don't have money for Blake Snell, didn't have money for Juan Soto. But last year they gave a bunch of money to Xander Bogarts, who Xander Bogarts is a wonderful player. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, I mean, I wouldn't put him in the top third of defensive shortstops in the big leagues, but I don't think he's an awful shortstop at all. No. Um, so to move him to second base and put uh, Hossing Cho- uh, Kim in at, uh, at, at short, it's just a little weird. I mean – <laughs> the Rangers are paying Marcus Simeon a lot of money to play second base, but they're also paying Corey Seager to play shortstop. So it makes sense to have money tied up into a second baseman like Marcus Simeon. Um, Xander Bogart's playing second base while Hassan Kim is playing shortstop doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially when Tatis is playing right field. Yeah, that was the part that kind of had me head scratching was that you got Tatis. I, when you said it, when you told me that they're moving Bogarts to, you said second, not third, right? Second, yeah. Yeah, so they're moving him to second. But I didn't know who they're moving him for until you said it. But I was thinking, oh, so I guess they're putting Tatis back at short. And then you're like, for somebody, Kim, I'm like. Austin Kim, yeah. yeah. Weird, weird. Interesting move. You know, you never know. Bogarts, maybe, maybe. Maybe having some arm issues or maybe something, you know. I, I don't know. It's just knows? a lot of money to tie up into a, a guy that's going to play second base, which isn't really thought of as a premier position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting, interesting. You never know what the future holds. They may move him back on there, but um, interesting. Yeah, who knows? I mean, but, you know, Mike Schultz a pretty good baseball guy, so I'll give him a chance. Yep, yeah. Well, Let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, some of the free agents left on the market. Again, just kind of a hot topic. Two more, two more off the off the table this past weekend. With, yeah. with Merrifield and Solar and some lower level relief guys and a handful of minor league contracts that, you know, I mean, I know you love Luke Voigt going to the Mets, right? I love it. I love that home run trot. The best thing about the Mets all of a sudden is Luke Voigt. Um, but we know the big three, Jordan Montgomery, uh, Cody Bellinger, Blake Snell. We're going to riff on Montgomery here in a little bit. But, uh, you know, a couple of big names I think still out there that are guaranteed to sign somewhere uh, would be definitely J.D. Martinez uh, and then Michael Lorenzen. Um, both of those guys, um, you know, wouldn't hate to see him as a Ranger, but I don't see the Rangers looking for a DH right now. Uh, Lorenzen's probably looking at maybe a couple of years. Um, contract so Mike. I mean, at this point, maybe maybe two years with an opt out after one. Yeah, based on where he's at. I mean, like because I mean, I could even start seeing that happen with some of the top mm-hmm. pitching free agent or the you know maybe not Snell as much as Montgomery. Yeah, and um, you know, I like him. I another guy that I wouldn't hate to see if we could sneak him in on a one year deal. Uh, Ryu. Who pitched? Yeah, he seems like the type of guy that that would be the the kind of contract that he'd be willing to sign right now. Yeah, and he wouldn't cost you a lot. I think he's got a lot of upside. Uh, veteran pitcher who's had some. He's old. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, gosh, you know, we signed Rob. Doesn't all doesn't always mean bad no, in Robert's starting pitching 30. terms either. 
I mean, I'm not kicking Verlander off my team, and he's, what, 41 or whatever? Well, we signed a 39-year-old reliever this year. I mean, so what's it going to hurt to to get another 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 arm in here to get some innings? Um, and we'll, we'll talk a couple of, of about a couple of guys that we think, uh, again, could maybe make some impact there. But, uh, you know, one of the cool rumors that I've heard, and you brought up Lorenzen, uh, we talk about, talked about Jordan Montgomery. We talked about Ryu, maybe a one-year deal. But, like, you think Montgomery might might be at, at a point where he might be interested in one of these, like, one-year, second-year options I don't, deals? I don't think he's interested in it. What? I don't think, think that's, like, the interest level that he has. Mm-hmm. But I think that it may be to the point where he's at. Mm-hmm. Where he can get a couple of years security with a opt out if everything goes the way everything's been going for him, mm-hmm. um, and then he's got a second year if it doesn't work out to prove it again. Mm-hmm. Um, but dang man, I mean, I feel like Jordan Montgomery did everything right to get what he should have gotten in free agency and. And there's something larger than than Jordan Montgomery keeping him from signing. I mean, no, I it think, feels. Like- I think the Snell thing also, you know, really ex- exemplifies it. I think the only reason you saw what you saw with Yamamoto is because you're dealing with a team who's not dealing with financial uncertainty in terms of the Dodgers right now. Obviously, right. Um, and and really the rest of the league as a whole is dealing with it. And these guys are kind of just wrong place, wrong time. I mean, the Phillies probably thought they were doing a good thing, but they probably could have even held out with Nola. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And maybe even gotten him on five. Yeah. Gotten a really good deal on him. So, but again, that was a great deal for both the agent and the player. Sure. Sure. So, and the team. No, I, I, I don't, I, I don't mind it. You know, I don't mind it. I'm starting mm-hmm. pitching, spend the money, but I think the market has just kind of, kind of crashed on these guys and it has nothing to do with them. I think it more has to do with just the economic situation with the TV deals and all that. And it's, it's happening everywhere. And well, and yeah, there's a lot of uncertainty within what, like 20 clubs, you know, not just because, I mean, even though Amazon has, has done the swoop in or whatever here, it doesn't absolutely mean that like that's going to turn into a Amazon prime deal for, you know, all those teams even. Right. And there's just no certainty right now. And again, all that does is give the big spending teams a lot of leverage. Which is, which is so wild because most of COVID, when we thought there could be the idea of the tanking, of, you know, or of ball club, you know, owners looking to sell or get out, the TV deals kind of kept everyone afloat. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're looking at it and you're going, wow. You know, but I, I still think there's a lot of money to be out there to be had, but I think the circumstances and put, put things like this. And, and Hey, if you're talking about Lorenzen or, or, or uh, Ryu on a, on a one, two year deal, I mean, if you're, if Montgomery or, um, you know, Snell are sitting out there with that sort of deal as well, I mean, I'd at least want to kick the tires on that because I think the big issue with the Rangers too, salary with the, uh, the luxury thing you know, I mean, one year is one. It's one thing to pay thirty-two percent on one year. It's another thing to be paying thirty-two percent for the next five. And so, right, you know, especially following up a World Series championship, you know that next year you're going to have a lot more financial flexibility with 
the Scherzer contract coming off uh, the books. So probably Eovaldi as well. You've got Heaney coming off. Um, so it's going to be a little bit different next off season for sure too. Yep. So so I think that there's still definitely a chance for the Rangers to hopefully sneak. I want Montgomery on this team so bad. Uh, before we were having the pitching woes, I wanted him on the team. But for sure, uh, man, nothing would stabilize this rotation like having him uh, on the squad. But there are a couple of names. Now, we brought up Samson last time and uh, a, a guy. That- yeah, and and, and the, I think the thing that the, to remember about Samson is, is that this guy isn't a bum. This isn't just a guy that's here on a minor league deal that's like just invited to camp. I mean – they probably have intentions of using Adrian Sampson at some point within uh, this season. And I imagine that he's probably on some sort of deal that, you know, if he makes the club, he's got a different kind of contract. Absolutely. And another guy, there was a nice article. I think it was Kennedy Landry, maybe um, that wrote a, or no, it wasn't. It was another, it was an MLB article about, you know, guys that you don't see or not talking about that could actually, or non-roster kind of guys that could help this team out. And they brought up Danny Duffy. And um, I, I really I really think he is a viable option if he's healthy. Like a viable, like a like a like a high-end number four, maybe even a three um, starting pitcher when he's healthy. He's a I, I totally, I totally agree with with that statement um, in a lot of senses. Mm-hmm. Um 32 year old Danny Duffy not old not old but now he's 35 year old Danny Duffy mm-hmm. um he's had some injuries he's missed now two full major league baseball seasons with injuries mm-hmm. so there's definitely concern of course but at the same time he pitched through struggle last year We've talked. I don't know if we've talked about it on the show, but me and you have talked about it. Um, he was brilliant in in Puerto Rico this fall. Yes, unbelievable. He was with the with the Rangers taxi squad all the way through the World Series, making sure guys like Ezekiel Duran and those guys were getting at bats. You know, um, so of course the Rangers are giving him every opportunity and he's been willing to, to work on the bare minimum with them mm-hmm. while he's doing it. So if you get anything close to 2021, Danny Duffy, yeah, this is, he is a good pitcher. I mean, he is a good pitcher in the big leagues and there's no, there's no like, you know, like denying what he did no, there's no- from 20, what, 14 through 2021. Yep. Now, let me give you, so, let me give you some stats on Duffy that, that got my attention. Number one, it's always about what have you done for me lately? Like, what was the last thing you did? Uh, the last thing that I had on him was that he was having command problems in the minors. That was the last thing I had until I read these statistics from the Puerto Rican Winter League. So that's recent. So we're looking at 15 and two-thirds innings, 19 Ks. Now listen to this, zero earned runs over those 15 innings. Now, and of course, it's the Puerto Rican right. Winter League and not Major League Baseball, but you still have to do it. Right. No earned runs is no earned runs. Let's also bring up that in his last healthy season, 2021, 
he was clocking in at 93.7 average fastball speed. Now, at AAA last year, his four-seamer topped out at 93.5 in his four outings for AAA round rock. So the velocity's coming back. Uh, he's going to be in camp. I'm I'm very interested with him because he was supposed to be a viable option last year if he could get healthy, pitch mostly out of the bullpen. But now, now he's actually needed in the thing that he does best, and that's as a starting pitcher. That's not a yeah. project. That's something he's done, and he's done well. Absolutely. And and the thing with Danny Duffy is is he's not – like you said, 93, which is a good fastball. It isn't like he's one of those guys that throws 100, 100, and, you know, where you're hoping that that velocity comes back. You're hoping that 93 comes back. And if he can get back to 93, and I know he was throwing out of the pin, so it may have been, you know, a little tick higher than what it would be through a six-inning span or a five-inning span or 100 pitches or whatever. But the, the signs of Danny Duffy being back – are starting to show up. And if they show up at spring training, he can definitely be a guy that helps this club and starts to put your mind at a little bit of ease when you start thinking about the rotation. Yeah. Yeah. And the same thing with Adrian Sampson too. I no, I agree. I agree. Um, So a lot of good news here, a lot of fun talk with the Rangers. Um, You know, we, this is the good news. Um, there is a little bit of concerning news, but we talked a little bit about Wyatt Langford earlier in the, in the, in the, in the show, because we told him about the documentary series type world series movie that the Rangers are going to have come out later in the spring. And we'll probably talk about it more when it actually does come out. Yep. So the Rangers are going to get some, some much needed, uh, publicity from major league baseball, because I think this team has a lot of, um, you know, national appeal, especially once you kind of actually get in here and kind of get to see what the culture is like for the Rangers. Um, but there is a little bit of concerning news. There, there is going to be some, some reps on the left side of that infield. Uh, come Lots of training, them, right? Lots of and, them. And really even possibly into the beginning opening of the season because Josh Young now uh, has a little bit of a calf issue. So now you got Seager and Young both. Um you know, nursing, you know, on the mend a little bit, nursing a couple of uh, minor injuries. And, uh, now, you know, Josh Smith, Zeke Duran, um, and and more. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah, there's a handful of uh, guys that we've talked about, uh, especially if you follow our farm show, yep. that, uh, that are going to get reps there and guys that you know because Josh Smith and Zeke Duran are going to probably get the majority of those reps in in situations of spring training um but that opens up outfield at bats early on for Wyatt Langford and Evan Carter so you're going to probably get to see a lot of Evan Carter versus lefties love it in spring um so you know I mean you're going to see Jonathan Ornelas quite a bit you're going to see Matt Duffy quite a bit Mm -hmm. um probably going to see Davis Wenzel you'll probably see quite a bit of Davis Wenzel you may even uh, see some Justin Foscue at third. That's what I was thinking. Um, uh, I've seen them working with him both at third and first. I've seen that Bochi kind of said that he's going to try and keep him as much on the right side of the infield as he possibly can. But you're also going to probably see him get reps at DH too. Mm-hmm. Um, so lots of young guys 
Um, young, you're looking at like two to three weeks. Um, so, you know, that's they'll de- they'll be what in the the second week of um, Cactus League. So, as far as everything goes, and with it just being a Grade One strain, um, there should be no concern with the calf. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Mrs. Opening Day. He should be plenty. He should be ready. Um, there should be no problems as far as opening day with the calf. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm just I'm not guaranteeing that he is going to be back uh, for spring, you know, opening day. But it looks like there shouldn't be any issue with that. And then we're still Corey Seeker's probably on the same timeline um, as he has been. If there's no update on it. Um, so, you know, a little bit of uh, disappointing news, but it's it's a lot easier to take when you see it's a couple of weeks instead of a couple of months. Yeah, I, I don't I don't mind it again. I, I I'm I don't like it. But my thing with him uh, and really just with something like a calf, anything lower body, um, something like that, man, like I, I just I don't I'm not in a hurry to get Josh Young back out there. I knew I want him for a hundred and, you know, 30, 140 games. So if he's got to miss a little bit at the front, just to make sure, or they got to, you know, put him at DH, um, you know, for, for a little bit, just to, just to make sure like, man, I'm, I'm, I want, I'm, I'm in it for the long haul. I think this team is in it for the long haul. I think we have, when it comes to all the, the if there was a place that we had experience, it's going to be short. It's going to be third. Like we've got Duran, we've got Josh Smith. Um, we've, you know, like we have players that, that we know can play at the major league level there. We know that there's a, a, a prime prospect in the outfield that can slide over there and play some of that. But we also have Travis Jankowski. We also have um, Duffy. What's his first name? Matt. Matt Duffy, who is a, a proven major leaguer. So I, I think the Rangers, I'm not, this is not a huge concern to me. I just want him to come back healthy, like hundred percent and ready to, to be in it for the long haul. What I don't want is something that gets nag that's nagging um, that causes, you know, that causes issues like all year or half the season. Or yeah. Something. Especially when it's unnecessary. Remember, I, I always bring this up as a guy that like, did the wrong thing. I mean, remember several years ago, it might've been uh, right as he was coming up, but jerks and Profar decided to not have a shoulder surgery and try and rehab it and ended up missing two seasons instead of just the one, because he ended up having to have the shoulder surgery the next season. So with the cap, I mean, not that that's any concern right now, but there's no point of rushing back and playing Cactus League games in two weeks. Right. You know, make sure you're healthy. Make sure it's working out right and everything feels 100% before you get back into it. 100% agree that he needs to be 100%. Well, we've talked a lot about these young players. We talked about Langford. We talked on Nellis. Um, you know, there, there's uh, – we talked Wenzel, Foscue. Uh, most of these names are household names for you if you've been subscribed to our exclusive content down on the farm with the boys where we cover all things Rangers minor league. We just wrapped up another episode. So another one's in the bag. 
It's going to drop around the same time that this episode drops. As usual, back on schedule. We're tracking for four shows this week, plus the exclusive content. So we are back full steam ahead. And this episode, baseball season, baby. Time. It's time. And don't get me too excited. I won't be able to go to sleep, but I don't care. I'll get excited. I'll sleep late. I don't care. I'll lose sleep. Baseball season is back. It was a holiday. I mean, yeah, for, for, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, it is. But uh, unfortunately, hey, when you're a retired pro wrestler, every day is a holiday. That, that's true. And when you love what you do every day, it, it doesn't feel like work. So, um, but I'll tell you this um, this last episode, we talked about the top. Uh, 10 first basemen in the organization and one of those guys you're going to get to see in spring training and we can't wait hopefully we get to see him in the lineup with some of these other studs that we're talking about Um, two of them kev two of them them for sure definitely two of them are going to be there uh one of them known as uh known here known here as the butcher um so yeah really excited to talk about yes blaine the butcher crim there you go and um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you want to take the sorry sorry back here. i'm sorry <laughs> um <laughs> but uh so and then also we have our uh we talked about some players that did get let go um and then some unfortunate players that were you know we have we've had to come up with a new official player for the texas rangers with the boys i think we might announce that Found we, yeah we might have to announce it maybe maybe sometime this week we'll we'll put it here on the on the main show, but on the exclusive content, we talked about that. And then we also talked about the position players at Hickory. And really, it's just going to be a fun year in the minor leagues, which means it's going to be a fun year on down on the farm with the boys because there's going to be a lot of moving pieces. And as this spring training kind of shapes up and some of these guys get sent uh, and get assigned to where they're going to go, uh, that's going to help those those teams start to kind of take shape. So go check us out on the World Wide Web, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. Or on Spotify, it's just a dollar ninety nine, and you can make per month, and you can make us your one stop shop for all things Rangers, organization wide. So go check it out and subscribe. Thanks to all of our faithful uh, subscribers and all of our new subscribers, and I'm I'm sure there's going to be more of you guys flooding in. Uh, we're calling you, we're calling them farm hands. There's going to be more farm hands. Farm hands, flooding. yeah, more farm hands on deck, and uh, you know. There's nothing more exciting than that day before, like that week before um, spring training breaks and they drop those minor league rosters. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, man, why is that guy getting set, set back? Or why is he not starting with a full club? You know, yeah, it's the best time of the year. And I mean, we'll have we'll have all that and so much more. This week was a little tough dropping all those names of all the guys that got released, but. You know, that's part of baseball. Sure is, sure is. Well, hey, now we are we have one more segment left and we are going to talk about our twenty twenty four prediction for um you know player of the or uh M V P here. Cy Young. Yep, Cy Young. And and let me give you guys a quick recap um <clears throat> of our uh predictions in terms of teams and who's going to win so out in the uh, in the american league um the old manimal has uh, the rangers coming out of the west baltimore coming out of the east detroit coming out of the central and he's got houston seattle and toronto as wild cards your boy kev has the rangers coming out of the west the tampa bay rays coming out of the east and the minnesota twins coming out of the central wild card i've got houston 
New York, and Baltimore in the National League. Um, your boy Kev has got the Dodgers coming out of the West, Atlanta coming out of the East, the Central, the Chicago Cubs, and the wild card teams. I got Philadelphia, Arizona, and the San Francisco Giants. And then the Manimal has the Dodgers coming out of the West, Atlanta coming out of the East, Cincinnati coming out of the Central, and then St. Louis, Arizona, and Philadelphia as the wild card. So that's our picks for uh, division teams. And, of course, we both have the Texas Rangers repeating as your world champions. So, And, and real quick, I mean, that wild card could change real fast if Blake Snell ends up being a Yankee like this week. It could. It could. But picks are in. That's what we got. Um, but it's going to be an exciting regardless. And last year we were right about some things. And definitely not right about some things. So a year from now. Padres, huh? Man, I'll never, <laughs> never, ever, ever live that down. You know what's funny? Life. I wanted to go Homer so bad last year and pick the Rangers. Think about how how much of a genius. I'll yeah, be. I know. I know. Yeah, because I really wanted to. I, I would have had. I didn't even put the 20 on them to win it in Reno because I thought it was going to be a waste of a 20. Yeah, well, that, that 10 that you put on the, 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 the Diamondbacks, sure. Sure is going to be a nice little chunk of change whenever we Some, someday I'll get up to Reno and make that happen. I just got to, you know, I got things on my plate, Kev. Going on. Understood. Understood. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about. Let's start in the National League okay. when we talk about these uh, these awards, because most of our people that listen to our show could probably care less about the National League. Sure. Well, do you want to you want to go ahead and give yours? Yeah, uh, for my rookie of the year, I've got uh, Yamamoto. Uh, prove it, kid. Yep, standard. Uh, manager of the year. Uh, I'm I'm going. They're going to like backdate the manager this year, and uh, Tori Lavolo is going to win that thing. Um, Cy Young. I wanted to go Yamamoto, but I was like, Nah, he ain't Ichiro, bro. Yep. And went was that Gallon, and then my MVP in the NL. I'm going with the polar bear, man. I like Pete Alonzo. I think he's going to have a real big year. He's going into free agency next year. Mets don't seem like they want to extend him. So he's going to go out there and tear the cover off the ball, hit 50 home runs and, and, uh, and go get a big paycheck at the end of, uh, at the end of it. Yeah. Go, go across the way to the Bronx and get paid 50. Maybe come here to the Texas Rangers, man. You never know. You never, you never know. Well, Hey, uh, I like Alonzo. I think he's a heck of a player, very much underrated for how talented he really is. In the National League, um, I, I go with Yamamoto too, kind of like with the Dodgers uh, out of the West. They have to. You have to. Like you just, you just have to. Um, if you if if you spend all that money and did all that, you got to win the West, and you got to have this Yamamoto cat's got to be Rookie of the Year. He's got to come out, have a big season. So he's my guy there. Um, now. In terms of manager of the year, if I'm going Giants coming out of the, the uh, making it in the wild card, and I think they're going to come out of the West as a wild card, which will kind of shock some people. And I don't think a lot of people have the Giants, but I love what they've done with their team. I love the signings. This was even before Solaire. I think this organization really wants to win. I think they have, a, they think, I feel like they got the right manager. And I think uh, Melvin, uh, Bob Melvin, is going to end up managing here. One real thing on that, though, with your predictions, mm -hmm. if the Cubs win the National League Central and Craig Council doesn't win the yeah the Manager of the Year, I mean, well, 
I, it may be, you know, but inter- you know, hey, either way, both of those guys, if they take those teams to the playoffs, they should win. Well, and just remember, the Cubs were a playoff team last year. Um, were they? Well, they finished over five hundred. Let's say that. They, oh, okay, sorry. Close. They were. They were. They were. Right they fell out at the end. Remember, right. Strowman fell apart down the stretch. Yeah. So they, they were in it. Wasn't great. I don't, I don't know if a lot of people have the the Giants uh, being a. A kind of a, a team this year. I, I, I just like the team. I like the way they approach free agency this year. I think they're going to uh, shock some people. Anyways, enough about the Giants. Cy Young, a, w- a winner. I think best, maybe the best pitcher in all of baseball. I may just say it. Best pitcher in baseball. Uh, Strider in uh, Atlanta. Just, just, a, just a freaking monster on the mound. And uh, MVP, I'm actually going to do the same thing you did. Um, I'm going to backdate it. I think uh, these, sometimes these awards, you can't give it to everybody. So you give it to them the next year if they have even a decent year. So I think uh, Cor- it's Corbin, right? Carroll? Corbin Carroll. Corbin Carroll. Yeah, Corbin Carroll. I think they want this guy to be an MVP. Uh, he's a great ambassador for the game. Uh, so I think he uh, I think he has another year where he bats 300, his 25, 30 homers, steals 40-something bases, and – uh, scores 100 runs and just, uh, you know, does his thing, and, and he's going to be your MVP in the National League, beating out Otani, who won't get the votes he needs because he's only a DH. So let's move to the American League, and uh, I'm going to pass well, Last time I got excited and, like, was, like, told everybody my MVP, like, after we did the uh, – uh, um, predictions yeah. so i'm gonna just start there with adolis garcia i think he's gonna have uh he hit 39 home runs last year i think he's going to 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 at least um put that many but i i kind of think it may be plus 10 this year i think he's going in with a little bit of his chip on his shoulder on the way things played out for him in the off season. um not in a bad way but just in a in a way where he wants to He's going to be hungry to hit these elevators that are going to extend that contract to more money. Love it. Uh, Cy Young, I think this is the year he gets it. Uh, Kevin Gosman. Love this pick. Uh, dude, th- that guy's splitter is like unhittable. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the the downward, the down, the out down that he gets off of that is just, I mean, it looks like a four seamer coming right out of his right out of his hand and then it just the bottom falls out so i like uh, gosman there That's, manager of the I, year it's enough huh? uh, i don't think he gets kind of the credit he deserves for being the pitcher that he is to be honest with you yeah i, I but you know toronto gave him a whole heap of money so sure. maybe he does <laughs> at the end of it sure. you can't put the detroit tigers in the playoffs and not have aj hinch win the manager of the year and for rookie of the year i'm gonna go with wyatt lankford <laughs> yeah you can tell this is a ranger close, close second though is gonna be old boy from baltimore and evan carter third oh you got some some reason some reason jackson holiday second behind mm, wyatt lankford man that kid is oh my gosh man you talk about a guy that's just gonna make you want to watch Baltimore games just to watch him play ball. That could... well, they got a handful of them. Now. Yeah, but he's he is. I mean, I I mean, yes, Rushman is great. Um, I think that was did did. Anyways, I, Rushman is great. Um, him and Gunner on that left side of the infield is yeah, going to be fun players. But but what Holiday did at the minor league level last year was was incredible. 
and just a very Robin Yount like. I mean, just just talented man. So I can't wait to watch him play at the big league level this year. And so I think I had Rushman as my MVP, didn't I? Did you have him as your yeah, MVP? Seager and I thought you changed it up. I thought you said that Seager was your MVP, even though Rushman was. Yeah, I, I, I mean, my Ranger fan in me wants Seager. I think he's going to get kind of that same. Should have got it last year, but they're going to give it to him this year. He'll still probably only play 135, 140 games this year, but he's going to go off. He's going to be awesome, and I love the fact that coming in with kind of like something against him, you know, coming off an injury because he always seems to like thrive when he comes off of an injury or like there's some kind of adversity and he's got something to prove, man, I just think he might come out and have an amazing start to the season this year. Um, now my, uh, my Cy Young, this is such a Homer. I'm such a Homer, but my Cy Young award winner, uh, I do have um, Kirby for Seattle. I feel like one of those two guys is going to win it. I just went with the, the one that's better. Um, yeah, because it's, it's Kirby, and then as the, the other one I think is Gibson, right? Oh, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but Logan, Gibson. Logan, right. Logan Gilbert. Logan Gilbert. Gilbert, sorry. Yeah, both of those guys I think are awesome. Every time they play the Rangers, they pitch like they have amazing games. So I think – The Cy Young that night for sure. For sure. And I, so I'm going to go with uh, with uh, Kirby first. So yeah. Kirby. Yep, and then uh, manager of the year, I think it's the same thing as what happened with Arizona last year. Bruce Bochy's going to – the Rangers are going to pull it out this year, and if we're going to be my World Series champion, then uh, they're going to have to do some amazing things this year to get get to that point. Uh, so he's going to have to be my manager of the year, my rookie of the year. Um, I've got Evan Carter. I think he's going to prove that he can hit righties. I mean, I'm sorry, hit lefties, and uh, he's going to have an amazing season and – you know, pretty much kind of do it all uh, like he did last year. And uh, like I said, I think he's going to be the guy. And as much as I, I think Langford uh, probably might end up having the higher ceiling of these two guys, um, I think, you know, there's a good chance Langford might have to prove some more stuff at the minor league level, which might make him not get as many at-bats as Carter. And I think that was the only reason I went with Carter. But I think Carter's going to be awesome this year. I think he's going to get on base at like a 380 clip. And, uh, well, and I, I ain't going to complain about that one iota because it's really more about the Rangers getting that extra draft pick in the middle of the first round. Yeah, super homer, but I feel like if I pick a bunch of Ranger stuff, at least if we can get one of those, uh, I can at least get one right. So, Okay, well, I mean, <laughs> you know, like I, I hope that I get, uh, you know, one right or, uh, you know, if I don't get the rookie of the year right, I hope you get it right for sure. Because I think it's more important just that having that extra draft pick and the Rangers have spent a couple of years now, uh, the last couple of years losing draft picks in the uh, to free agency. Um, so, you know, I think like in the, in the long sense that like, it's more important to get that draft pick for the Rangers than the, the hardware, because both of those guys are going to fit right in with this club. Absolutely, and and the and we already saw it with Carter. Well, and the one that we want to be right on more than any of them is that the Rangers uh, come away with their second World Series, go back to back, and take home that that uh, that trophy. So we would love to see that. Can't wait for opening day. Can't wait for the season to get started. Can't wait just to get some spring. Hey, can't wait. Going. Yeah, can't wait for Friday and and ball just starts. Yes. So uh, hey, thanks everybody for tuning in to our show. This has been Texas Rangers. With the boys, 
And you can find us on social media, TX Rangers WTB. You can check us out on the World Wide Web, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. One word. And you can sub- there you can subscribe to our exclusive content down on the farm with the boys. We cover all things Rangers, minor league. And thank you for following us on your favorite podcasting platform. Thank you for all of our farm hands that subscribe to our exclusive content. We love you guys and gals for the 300-pound animal. For the sleeping, snoring, little tiny manimal, this is your boy Kev. We are Texas Rangers with the boys, signing out.